This is Very Public Affairs, the podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. Hello and welcome to the Very Public Affairs podcast. I'm Joe Burke from the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. For this week's show, I talked to two corporate affairs practitioners about some books they reviewed over the summer for our Corporate Public Affairs newsletter. The two books are highly relevant to the function and their reviewers give us a great idea about what to expect and the key takeaways from each book. First, we'll go to Sally McKenzie, Director of Engagement and Stakeholder Relations at the Customer-Owned Banking Association, who reviewed Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Sally's based in Canberra, so we spoke over Skype. Sally McKenzie, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, you read a book for the Centre over summer, which we really appreciate. You reviewed Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Would you be able to just explain to us what the book's about? Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Um it was a very interesting book. Um, I think people will be familiar with Simon's next TED Talk uh, of the same name. But basically, start with why the book is kind of part impassioned plea and part how-to guide for companies, politicians, leaders, and even individuals on how they can discover their fundamental purpose. Um, and Simon Sinek argues that um, this is really important because people uh, don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And so he argues that companies really don't focus enough on why. They're more focused on the what they do um, or the how they do it. And by doing that, they're really missing a trick. So he says that companies that do start with why, like Apple, Harley-Davidson, those sorts of companies, they have more loyal customers and they also have more loyal employees. Um, and yeah. so he outlines, you know, how essentially you can rediscover your purpose uh, and why that's important. Now, hopefully you enjoyed the book. Um, what would you say your favourite aspect of it was? Um, I did really I did really enjoy the book. It's actually quite an easy read. I think for me the favourite um, the favourite part of it was really looking at the kind of current environment. So one of the things I found interesting was that the AFR uh, Boss magazine um, named purpose as the corporate buzzword for 2018. And so you can see lots and lots of companies uh, are are really looking at what their purpose is. They're defining it. They're talking about it. CEOs are are out there talking about their purpose um, to customers, stakeholders and employees. And I think it's partly that reaction to uh, the declining trust that has been spoken mm. about. I think the most interesting thing that I took away from that was that um, Simon Sinek says that it's really defining your purpose is easy. Um, working out your why kind of just is about looking at your legacy, right? Um, yeah. But the challenge is making it authentic. And yeah. he says that that's the real critical, so critical sort of aspect of it. So you have to translate your why into how. So how you go about your business practices every day have to reinforce your why um, and what you do. So every single decision you make, every single interaction you have with a customer has to validate that why because if you don't, um, you're not going to be authentic in your purpose and customers and employees just won't believe you. So I thought that was a really interesting um, lesson for companies that have gone down the purpose journey is that it's not just a corporate affairs uh, or corporate public affairs kind of problem to define the purpose and communicate it. It's really a whole lot of company um, business transformation that's needed. So the book does sound quite relevant for the corporate public affairs management function. 
What would you say are the key takeaways for corporate affairs practitioners? Well, I think corporate affairs practitioners, you know, one of the things we uh, we like to talk about is the need for an integrated function. So this is not just um, something that sits off to the side. It's very much part of and influencing the strategy of the business um, and, and very much reflected in the way in which the company does business. So for me, that was the core takeaway that um, the purpose journey kind of reflects um, the kind of broader corporate affairs function in that it needs to be something that, that is integrated across the whole business. So I thought that was a really interesting, interesting lesson. Well, thank you very much, Sally. We've really appreciated your insights and I'm looking forward to reading your review in the Corporate Public Affairs newsletter. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks for the opportunity. You're listening to Very Public Affairs, the regular podcast of the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs. The Centre is a membership by company organisation comprising 150 member corporations across Asia Pacific. We work with our members to disseminate international best practice on managing corporate public affairs. And we offer and deliver professional development to public affairs practitioners globally including via our online learning platform. The Centre also conducts research into managing the function. Follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn or visit us at www.accpa.com.au or download the Centre's app, which is available both on iTunes and Google Play. Lou Gartrell is Senior Manager of Government Relations at Stockland. He reviewed powerful Building a Culture of Freedom and Responsibility by Paddy McCord, who worked as Chief Talent Officer at Netflix for 14 years. I'm here with Lou Gartrell. Lou, thanks very much for, for spending some time with me. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, we're going to talk about the book that you reviewed for us over the summer. Could you just give us an explainer of what it's all about? Sure. Um, so I guess, look, put very simply, Powerful Building a Culture of Freedom and Responsibility is a, um, is a combination of, of you know, manage, the traditional management critique and, um, and, and I want to say a sort of story of the, uh, I guess, the journey that Netflix um, took as they went from a you know, small startup in um, you know, distributing DVDs in the back of malls through to you know the the multinational um, you know media organization that we know today, and probably more importantly, how they managed to retain, I guess, a culture of of innovation um, and high performance through those years. So through those fourteen years, it um it look my initial view was that it was it was going to be something that was very much focused on um, sort of a human resources lens. And I think the reality of it was that it, it actually combines a whole range of things from, you know, obviously some of that traditional um, HR critique, you know, through to how best, you know, to respect and communicate um, with your people. Um, and it, it, look, it's very much a story about people is how I describe it. It's about how you actually respect people, how they respect you and how that ultimately leads to better performance. So it was a little bit different to what you expected when you first looked at it. What would you say was the, your favourite part of the book? I think um, it, it's definitely different to what I um, what I expected. To be frank with you, I wasn't looking at it as quite favourably compared to some of my other holiday reading, but I was um, definitely pleasantly surprised. I think what made it for me um, was definitely the stories and anecdotes from from Patty. Um, she weaves these in very much throughout the book. It, it, it you know there's sort of eight chapters that detail a number of what she describes as sort of the lessons or the um, you know the, the key critiques that that she learnt. But 
it's overlaid the entire way through with um, with stories and anecdotes and interviews. Um, you know, I think the Netflix and, and and the reasons relevant. I guess the Netflix story in itself is interesting, right? Like how they went from you know you know mall server DVD mall service to mail out provider to you know to where they are today. That that growth story in itself is interesting. I also think I went in there probably um, reading the book, you know, knowing very little about Netflix to be frank and its people. And um, what I'd heard was sort of based off of you know the, the rumor mill that Netflix is you know a reasonably ruthless sort of place to work in terms of the way they treat their people and that they're while they're innovative that this comes at a cost et cetera et cetera. And really interesting as I was telling people that I was reading this book over the last couple of months, they were kind of reflecting that back to me as well. And I think the realities of it was that as you understand as she sort of details and debunks some of this in her explanations, you really you pick up pretty quickly that it's. It's actually it is a story about people. It is, um, you know, it's actually um, you know it's it's, just, it's rewriting the rules in terms of how you talk to people, how you understand people, um, and that, like some of that comes across really radical, right? So I think the one that springs to mind is they had they had this idea of sort of you know tearing up the policies at some point. You know, their leave policy is an example where they decided that they would just let their employees decide how much take uh, how much annual leave they would take mm. each year so you know unlimited leave if you want to call it that which you know it, it sounds like it's the sort of thing that could be taken completely taken for granted but their reality is that people res- you know they respected people to be um you know discretionary in the leave they took and in turn people respected them um in terms of how much they used that policy so it's just interesting examples of how they said she sort of ties i guess what can come across as a little bit sort of extreme uh, sometimes to quite relevant and interesting interesting stories. It's a story of someone who was uh, part of a massive company undergoing massive change for 14 years. Uh, what do you think is the biggest takeaway or some of the key takeaways for corporate affairs professionals from the book? Yeah, I think if there's one defining narrative, as I said, throughout the book, that is, it, it's that if you respect people, they will respect you and that that will lead to a better performance for the company. So I think there are, it, as I said earlier, it's very much split, um, I guess, a little bit between sort of, you know, HR uh, and, you know, your more traditional um, internal comms. Um, but for me, there were kind of a couple of three linked lessons, if you want to call it that. And the biggest one was this notion of what she calls radical honesty. And this one I found really interesting because fundamentally what it's about is um, instilling a culture within the company that, that facilitates the continual challenging of your worldview. And I think this is something that's really relevant to a lot of big corporates at the moment because as you grow, you get bigger, it gets harder to, in, harder to innovate without um, the right practice in place. It gets harder to, to challenge yourself because you've been doing something for so long. And I think you, know, you add an extra layer of that, that digital disruption to that where there's, you know, a lot of industries are, being, are experiencing that at the moment. And I think this is really relevant. This is actually about saying, how do we instill it upon our people to make them comfortable, to, to challenge each other, to be, um, to be open in the way they communicate, and for that to be understood to be respectful rather than critical? And um, so that, that was kind of the first, what, the first point. I think that translates into this notion of, of you know, not spinning. Not, you know, like she calls it zero spin or something along the lines of that. And this one sounds really obvious because it's, you know, you, I think anyone working in a sort of comms function will understand, I guess, the, you know, the, the, dan- the dangers or the obvious nature of, of, that spin can, can be sometimes. But in reality, this, this translates to things like um, when an employee comes to, a manager and says, hey, I've got a problem with someone. 
instead of you know that that function being the traditional way being that manager goes and speaks to the the problem person this the 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 approach is hey have you gone and spoken to them have you gone and relayed these concerns you know this is this isn't about you know filtering messages through people this is about being open and honest with the dialogue from the beginning and i think that also that that translates again zero spin at a more strategic level goes through to you know the executives of this business being really clear you know and and honest and you know regular in the way that they talk to their employees about where the business is going and the challenges and the opportunities which kind of leads into this third point which i think is really important for anyone in a function role which is which is you know being part of the business rather than you know being viewed as a, a support function and uh, she sort of flips this notion around that it's up to Employees in a function to be responsible for demonstrating their part of the business, and so it's actually, and she says, it's actually up to to management to drive a, a business mindedness in all parts of the business, no matter where you work. It's, it's about saying everyone can sort of contribute to where this business is going, regardless of where your skill set is, and it's and you should have an understanding around you know what our direction is and a real understanding, not a um, not one that's been formed by sort of you know spin and um, and that sort of thing. I've got to go ahead and read the book now and also read your review in the Corporate Affairs newsletter. Thanks very much, Lou, for joining us. Pleasure, Joe. If you enjoyed this episode of Very Public Affairs, subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. For more, visit the Centre for Corporate Public Affairs website at www.accpa.com.au.